Hey everybody, what is going on today? Oh, podcast today. Today's a good show. Uh, it's, uh, it's, if I had to rate it one to 10, I would say it is a solid six and a half. No, I'm just, I'm joking. Uh, it, it's a good show. We, we talk about, we actually, I actually end up talking about Nintendo a lot. Um, no, basically sales for, I talk sales for Nintendo's, uh, switch recent, uh, numbers have came out and the switch has been selling like crazy. Um, I talk about sales for Xbox. I talk about sales for PlayStation five as well. Um, I talk about what else do I talk about? Oh, I mentioned, I talk about time splitters too. And if you never played that game, it's one of my favorites of all time. It is a really great first person shooter. Basically, the news is there was a rumored remake that's going to happen, but it's not going to happen. So who knows what is going to happen with uh, a, a remake for Time Splitters 2. And then I end the show with some more Nintendo Switch talk and why I think 2021 is going to be absolutely bananas for Nintendo and Nintendo Switch. So it's a big show. I hope you guys enjoy it. If you do, please make sure you hit subscribe. But without further ado, let's get things started. We are kicking this podcast off with a very positive news, uh, especially for, it's positive for, I think it's positive for the industry and it's definitely positive for Nintendo. So uh, the Nintendo Switch has achieved its best October sales to date, despite being out for how many years now? Three years? So the Nintendo Switch and the Nintendo Switch Lite sold a combined 735,000 units in 926. So almost 736, uh, 736,000 units in the U.S. alone. In October. So you gotta figure Nintendo has to be pleased with this, especially with the new generation of systems, uh, with your PlayStation 5 and your Xbox Series X launching. Um, it is the holiday time, all that kind of good stuff. We do have a new Zelda coming out in Hyrule Warriors. Um, as of this recording, it is gonna be coming out in just a couple of days. Maybe by the time you hear this, this the game will already be out and you'll already be enjoying it. But the Nintendo Switch still proves to be a massive success for Nintendo. And I am very eager to see what happens when the dust settles. Especially since, like I said, the release of PlayStation 5 and Xbox have already hit. They just hit uh, last week. And holiday time is, is the biggest time of year, right? They have a staggering amount of games they have the hardware, they have the software, and I honestly thought, and, I, and if you've listened to the podcast uh, over the past couple of weeks, or, you know, hopefully the past couple of months, um, I honestly thought that Nintendo would would lower the price of the Nintendo Switch just because uh, of what, you know, what, what Microsoft and PlayStation were bringing to the table, uh, but maybe they don't need to. Maybe they just don't need to. Maybe they. Maybe that will be the ace in their uh, ace up their sleeve, in case sales dwindle. But I mean, almost shifting seven hundred and thirty-six 
thousand units in October. Um, in October alone is is mind blowing, and and it's only I think it's only going to get better between uh, November and December, right? We got some, like I said, we got some big games coming out, the holidays coming out, and Nintendo did say that there was a little a little bit of a stock issue, um, but they have rectified that. So, guys, I'm so eager to see what's going to be going on with Nintendo in terms of sales. Now, I'm wondering if they can get to that million mark. Um, between all the systems, right? Between the the Switch Lite, all the all the four different colors, and the Nintendo Switch, um, yeah, I wonder if they can get to that million mark over. Uh, well, probably over a million uh, come come Black Friday and Thanksgiving time and holiday time, um, as well as headed into December. So there's they're sitting pretty, um, but in terms of sales, or if we're talking sales, Microsoft has also come out and has enjoyed. Uh, a healthy, uh, <laughs> a healthy uh, sales uh, beginning for the Xbox Series X. They stated that it was the biggest launch for an Xbox product. They thanked, obviously, they thanked gamers. Um, it was the biggest, biggest launch in uh, Microsoft's uh, history for for Xbox. And we know from the previous podcast that. Uh, PlayStation Five has uh, has actually the the pre order numbers for PlayStation Five outsold in twelve hours what PlayStation uh, Four did, and I think it was twelve weeks. I want to say so. Sales for all three consoles are absolutely through the roof, and we kind of expected it with with the new gen stuff. Um, with with the launch of new systems, typically they sell out anyways. But it is nice to see. It is the the video game industry as a whole is is very healthy. Um, I'm wondering how much of that is due to the pandemic, uh, with everything going on. A lot of people are still home. They're looking to game, um, but you know, no doubt there's there's tons of good software and uh, and hardware seems to be moving. So I'm sure we're gonna have more updates on sales. Uh, sales figures and all that kind of stuff. That stuff interests me. I don't know if it interests you guys at all. Um, it just interests me just to just, I guess from a, from a consumer standpoint and from like a, I guess a business standpoint as well. If I owned one of these companies, you know, no doubt they're looking at the numbers. Third parties are looking at these numbers. They want their games on the biggest and best systems. Um, so for Nintendo to shift over 700, almost 736,000 units, and have its best uh, October since you know since ever, and since the system launched is is a big deal. And obviously with the new systems, you know sales sales have been really positive. So I don't know. It's it always just it. I guess this interests me, so I hope it interests you. So uh, up next we got more podcasts. So stay tuned. Now I know we just talked about sales. For Nintendo, well, pretty much sales for all three, right? Sales for Xbox Series X, sales for the PlayStation 5, as well as we went into very big detail with Nintendo Switch, but it has been revealed. Now, this should shock nobody, right? But, like, as I went to hit publish for this uh, episode, I Microsoft announced it or Microsoft shared that uh, some new details regarding the Xbox Series X and Series S so I decided to uh, fit it right into this podcast. It seemed like it would just fit right in with the news, what I just covered. So 
Uh, Microsoft said that it, uh, they basically came out and said that it is going to be very hard to find an Xbox Series X or a Series S when it comes to retail. Uh, the demand is outpacing the, uh, the supply, I guess, and, which is very positive news, right? I mean, it's, it's good news for Microsoft, uh, but it looks like, and I would imagine the PlayStation 5 is going to be the same way, but like I said, right before I hit publish, Microsoft came out and announced this. I, I don't know if they announced it officially or they just shared it, um, but it is going to be hard to get an Xbox Series X or a Series S. As of this recording, I have not seen any out in the wild. I don't think I will see any out in the wild um, for the rest of the year. And I say it like that because I'm not sure how stores are handling it. I know that PlayStation came out and said that they're going to be doing everything digitally where you have to basically buy one online. Um, I know Target, you could buy it from Target and then go into a local Target if it's like inside their uh, inside their database or if they have it on in stock or whatever. So if you if you go online with with Target and basically buy an Xbox Series X or an S uh, or a PlayStation Five for that matter, you're going to be able to go into the store and just pick it up. But like I said, Microsoft. If if you're looking for a Microsoft Xbox Series X or Series S, if by any chance in the world you actually see one, I would suggest picking it up. I would suggest picking it up. Now, they said it could go well into 2021. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm interested to see when they become readily available. Like when you could just walk into the store and, and pick one up. So uh, I'll keep you guys updated as usual uh, throughout, you know, different episodes or different podcasts. Maybe you guys can call in to the show. I always try to get you guys to call into the show. Maybe you can call into the show and let me know if you guys have seen any out in the wild. Obviously, as of this recording, they've only been out for a couple of days. Uh, but chances are, maybe you're listening to this uh, recording a little a little later, and it might be like a, still a couple of weeks. Um, it's it's holiday time. It's Christmas time. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just I, there's there's already million a million of these things sold both ways with PlayStation and, and uh, Xbox. So if you're looking for an Xbox, it's gonna be hard to get. Probably a PlayStation Five as well. So. Like I said, it's it's not really news. It's more like, yeah, no kidding. But Microsoft officially uh, uh, acknowledged that something's going down. Everyone wants an Xbox, so if you see one, pick one up. Up next is uh, is more podcast. So stay tuned. Guys, one of my favorite games. Uh, one of my favorite games of all time, actually. Now that I think of it, uh, is not getting a rumored remake time splitters 2 i don't know if you've ever played the game uh it's a first person shooter it's a wacky fun first person shooter it had uh, uh style it had personality and it also had like a bunch of really really cool items in it and there was a rumor or a joke going around that there was going to be a remake for the game and sadly thq came out and said that there will be no remake thus far for Time Splitters 2. Now, usually with podcasts, I kind of like talk about like more more like a broad broad spectrum uh, of games. I do share what I've been playing recently, 
um, in a few podcasts. Well, usually, usually every other podcast, I would say I share specific games and what I've been playing and stuff like that. Um, usually the podcast is more of a broader look at the industry and, uh, you know, it's kind of like the big news, but to me personally, this is big news because I loved this game. I absolutely, I remember playing it on the GameCube and we had so much fun with this game and to hear that there's not going to be a remake or well, who knows, maybe THQ will see that there's enough demand for a remake and say, Hey, you know what? Maybe we should take a second look. But, um, I just loved this game. You could actually make your own boards. It was one of the, one of the first games that you can actually make your own levels and, uh, and, and play. We had a lot of fun with that. And I thought that was really, really cool. And the level, like the, the level creator, from what I remember, now I think I want to go back and, and play it somehow, but the level creator back in the day was fairly intuitive. So, I mean, I remember creating levels as a kid and it they were pretty good levels. Like they weren't, they weren't bad and I wasn't, I wasn't that old. I didn't have, you know, knowledge of, of, I guess, level design, um, you know, years and years behind my back or anything like that. But, you know, after, after playing games and after playing a ton of first person shooters, I would like to see what I could do now in game. So, uh, again, this is just a, it's a quick little, uh, news that, that came through that I wanted to share on this podcast. Uh, so we'll, we'll, uh, we'll continue with the show, but wanted to throw it out there. Wanted to see if, if there was any love for time splitters too. up next, I'm going to be talking about Nintendo and why the 2021 year, Looks to be pretty big for Nintendo, so stay tuned. All right, friends, more talk on Nintendo. I know we talked about Nintendo a lot in this podcast so far, and apparently we're going to keep continuing on because they got a lot of news. So um, it's funny because I read on Twitter recently, someone tweeted out um, the like a list of games that are coming out for Nintendo Switch in 2021. And I was like, wow, that's going to be a very big, big year for Nintendo, especially since supposedly there's a rumored Nintendo Switch Pro or next gen Switch coming out. Who will see? We'll see on that. Right. But uh, it, it's going to be a big year for Nintendo. And I'm excited to see what's, you know, what's around the corner. Like, There's a bunch of games that we already know about. And um, there's a bunch of like good triple A exclusive games that are headed to the Switch. And this year was pretty good, uh, but this might be one of the best years for Nintendo. Uh, they have Super Mario 3D World be, being re-released. Um, if you've never played it on the Wii U, shame on you, because it's an amazing game. Um, they also have uh, a special special content with that one, so it's not just going to be a re-release. They're going to have um, Bowser's Fury with that. That's actually coming out in the, the beginning of the year, which is awesome. Um, Square Enix has Bravely Default 2, and Capcom has Monster Hunter. There's a bunch, there's like two Monster Hunter games coming out, which is amazing. So, I mean, that, that right there, Monster Hunter series is huge, 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 huge in Japan. Um, both games look good. I actually think the one looks better than the other. Um, we got a new Mario. We have, and, and, and we have, uh what do you call it coming out as well? Uh, Bravely Default 2. So those games alone, that, that, that's a pretty, uh, pretty decent year, but there's also, um, No More Heroes 3. That's actually going to be coming out. 
Um, it is rumored that, um, well, uh, who knows when Pokemon Snap is coming out. I thought it was coming out later this year. We'll see on that, but it might that might slip into 2021, which, again, would be big. This is all titles that we know, um, that we know that are headed to Nintendo Switch in 2021, or actually in the future, I should say, because some of these games, they don't have a specific release date. Um, stuff like Bayonetta 3, Metroid Prime 4, and Legend of Zelda. The, the, the Breath of the Wild sequel, right? Like, that is insane. That is an insane year for anything. Who knows if, if like, I, I would say Metroid Prime is probably going to slip uh, later. Uh, they have been working on it for a long time, though. But can you imagine, like, if we get Bayonetta 3, which who knows where that's been, uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild, Metroid Prime 4, Super Mario 3D World, which, again, I could see people writing off just because it's been already on, on the Wii U. But who knows? You know, I, I like the game. I think it's pretty big, and Mario tends to sell, and the Nintendo Switch tends to sell a whole ton of games, um, a lot more on, on the Switch than any other platform. Monster Hunter, uh, both Monster Hunter games, uh, and, and Bravely Default, too. That is a phenomenal, phenomenal year. Um... Which which is big, which is big, and that's not even to say. The the other rumor oh there's Smash Brothers down downloadable content too so, Nintendo's gonna have a really really good year. Um, this doesn't even touch on, rumored titles such as uh it being anniversaries for certain franchises. It's gonna be Pokemon's twenty fifth anniversary next year. Um, it's gonna be if I'm not mistaken Zelda and Metroid. Both of their uh, anniversaries are coming up as well. So if you're a Switch owner, there there's a lot of content coming out for the Nintendo Switch. I'm going to have my finger on the pulse. It's, it's good to see. It's definitely awesome to see because of these new generation systems, PlayStation 5, as well as uh, Xbox Series X, which we've talked about at great length. But it is good to see that Nintendo has a whole ton up their sleeve, especially if they decide to release a next-generation Switch. So, I think it's highly plausible. However, Nintendo may just want to ride this out. They might want to ride this Nintendo Switch, the original OG Switch, and the Switch Lite for as long as they could. Because the system is selling, most likely they're making more and more money as these components and these elements and all that stuff come down in price. Uh, manufacturing for the system, no doubt, was at, let's say, X amount. Let's just say, okay, so for a normal Switch, let's say it costs Nintendo 275 bucks to make. I don't know what it costs them, let's just say that. Uh, over these last three, four years, uh, you know, the components have come down. Now, all of a sudden, it's costing them... $200 to make and they still have the they still have the switch at 300 bucks and and 200 respectively for the switch light um so most likely nintendo is making hand over foot uh, they could use that money to uh back into research and development for certain games um or you know expanding teams and stuff like that so these are big big games the 2021 is going to be a big big year and i can't wait to see uh, a, when Nintendo was going to announce some of these games or showcase some of these games. And B, I, I, that, that wild card of a new Nintendo Switch uh, or next generation Switch, uh, that, that could be their ace in the hole. But we'll see. What, what do you guys think? Do you think? To me, 
I thought the Switch Pro would already be out. I thought Nintendo was going to have this and that. And it, to me, it, they might not need to release that. They might not need to release a Nintendo Switch Pro, especially with all of the content and the Nintendo Switch still selling like crazy. I don't know. I don't know. Something to think about, guys. I just wanted to, to throw that out there. I know this podcast has been very heavily uh, influenced or, or we talked about Nintendo a lot. Um, it is good for them to stay in the news, especially with these uh, with these new gen systems. So I hope you guys are all well. I hope you enjoy the podcast. If you do, please hit subscribe. Please leave a good review. It'll actually, it, it literally means the world to me. Um, if you're on Twitter, make sure you find me on Twitter, which is at MVGN. That is at MVGN. If you're on Instagram, make sure you follow me on Instagram as well. I don't have a whole ton of followers on Instagram. Just look for my video game news. Um, most likely you'll find me. So that is going to do it for this podcast, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.